This is episode 68 of How to Be a Steminist. Today, I'm really excited to show you how you can find your own leadership style. The reason this is so important to you as a woman in STEM is that in all likelihood, the leaders that you had before you probably were very different to who you aspired to be like. You probably have different behaviors, different dreams and aspirations for your life and career. And so you can't just simply emulate their leadership style or the methods that they use to manage people because you're completely different. The only way you're going to feel confident as a leader is by finding your own leadership style, by finding your own way of dealing with problems that arise with people, finding your own way of managing difficult behaviors, having those difficult conversations with your team members. So I hope today's episode is going to help you so much on your own journey as a leader in STEM and finding your own path as a female leader and maybe one of the very few female leaders in your organization. This is the How to Be a Steminist podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany, a proud woman in STEM. To me, being a steminist means creating a wildly fulfilling career without compromising your family or social life. Because when you love your whole life, you become a living example that a career in STEM is where it's at. I'm on a mission to equip women in STEM around the world with strategies to take back control of their career progression, navigate those difficult and awkward gender equality issues, and stop balancing work with life and start enjoying it. If you want to learn all the things no one else teaches you about being a woman in STEM, you've come to the right place. Let's get stuck in. Hello, I have literally just stepped back in from the gym and have you even gone to the gym if you haven't told everyone you know? <laughs> I remember when I used to work in the office, uh, if I had ever you know, gone for a swim before work or gone to the gym, you have to tell people, right? You have to tell them, hey, you know, I'm better than you. I worked out this morning. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's at least what I did. Honestly, come on, you've done it too, right? But yeah, like, this was the kettlebells class. I only do classes at the gym now. I have decided life's too short to do stuff you don't like. And I actually just hated going onto the gym floor. Uh, I felt like, and I know this isn't true, but I felt like everyone was watching me going like, what is she doing on that machine? Oh my God, she's doing it wrong. I just hated it so much. And also I found it a bit boring. With classes, because usually there's music and you're moving in time with everyone else, I have it in my own head that it feels like I'm in um, like a music video, like I'm a backup dancer to the instructor. <laughs> so I love it. I just feel like, yeah, I'm part of <laughs> I'm part of this big movement. Anyway, this kettlebells class. Um, I have been doing it for quite some weeks now. I did take a bit of time off and I was doing it with a certain weight. So like a kettlebell is that, you know, like that big round weight with the round handle on top. And basically the class is different moves, swinging this thing around like this heavy weight around and uh, really just knackering you out. Today, I decided it was time to go up a weight because I was starting to find the previous weight 
quite manageable. I was still really tired after the classes, but I felt like I could push myself. So I went up a weight and oh my God, I almost threw up in class. Like I had to stop and stand at the back of the class and lean on the wall because I honestly thought I was going to throw up. And in my head, I was plotting my way to the quickest toilet in case I had to run over. Thankfully, I kept it down and I'm fine. And I survived and I did it with a bigger weight and I'm really proud of myself. (laughs) Anyway, getting back on to topic. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I guess before I start with what I want to speak about today, which is finding your own leadership style as a female leader in STEM. Before I begin with that, I wanted to invite you to a web class that I'm holding in a week's time. So if you're listening to this as the podcast comes out, there is a free web class that I'm holding next Wednesday, the 10th of August. Hang on, let me check the date and I'll come back. Yes, that's right. Wednesday, the 10th of August, 2022 at 12.30 p.m. London time. So UK time. Um, So what was I saying? Yes, I want to invite you. If you're a female leader in STEM, so this doesn't have to mean, you know, you manage, it doesn't necessarily have to mean you manage a team, but if you have any sort of leadership uh, responsibilities, so maybe you are a project manager, sometimes you have to lead a team, or maybe you are in charge of, I don't know, divvying out work to people, any sort of leadership position or responsibility, this is suitable for you. Obviously, if you do lead a team, if you're a director and, you know, any of those obvious leadership positions, this is perfect for you as well. And basically this web class is called increase your confidence as a leader in STEM. So this is for you. If you want to understand why you're feeling less confident, now you're a leader This happens a lot to us. We feel like, oh, we've got a promotion or yay, we've been given a new responsibility. We should feel more confident because people trust us to do more. But actually, for a lot of us, we will feel less confident. So that's one thing. Understand why you're feeling less confident now you're a leader. The second thing is to learn some really practical strategies. You know me, I love actions and practical strategies. So you'll come away with something that you can actually do. So something you can action to increase your confidence in your role as a leader. And then the thing is, the final thing is that you will feel empowered to take back control of your career satisfaction. A lot of the time, when we lose confidence in work, it affects so much stuff, especially our happiness at work. And we kind of lose sight of why we are in our STEM role in the first place. Do you remember when you first started your role and you were really excited because you thought you could change the world, but now that you've become a leader and you've got all these stresses on your shoulders that you've got to carry, you kind of start to lose sight of that and you're no longer happy. You're no longer feeling like you're getting anything out of your job that is helpful to you. You're not feeling happy about it. So yeah, this is going to really help you turn around your mindset when it comes to work and feel more like you've got control again. 
So if this is something that you want to come along to, this is a live event. I will be there live. You can ask me questions live, which will be really exciting. I can't wait for that. Um, I have left the link to how to register. So it's a Zoom link of how to register in the show notes here. Honestly, I'm so excited for this. I ran a couple of web classes last year before I went on maternity leave. Oh, actually, it's probably way before. And every single time, I just absolutely love it. Like, I love doing group web classes and workshops. I just feel like the vibe is so positive. Everyone gets together and shares their experiences and really lifts each other up. And I get a lot out of it as well. So yeah, come along. I really hope to see you there. If you've got any questions, come and message me on Instagram. My handle is at Tiffany Dawson underscore. That's where I, you can get the fastest answer out of me really. Um, but yeah, hope to see you there. Let's get started with today's topic. So how you can find your own leadership style. Now this is kind of a follow on from the last episode. If you haven't listened to the previous episode, make sure you do after you listen to this one. So it's um, episode 67 was about, oh, I can't remember the title now, but basically about why you might feel less confident or why you might have imposter syndrome now that you've become a leader in STEM. So go back and listen to that. But What you do need to know from that episode, which I'll summarize here super quickly, is that most of the time, if you are a woman in STEM, as you were kind of coming up the ranks before you became a leader, all of your leaders were possibly men, or maybe you had a couple of female leaders who you couldn't really really relate to. So uh, maybe you had um, a handful of female leaders and they just were totally different to you. They had different career and life aspirations and they got to their role in a completely different path to you. Um, same goes with your male leaders. So maybe they just have a different outlook on life. Maybe they solve problems in a different way. Maybe their demeanor, like their general demeanor and ways that they solve problems, ways that they speak to people is completely different to how you would. So the problem with that is when your only role models as a leader have been people who you can't relate to, once you become a leader, you might feel a little bit lost. You might be like, okay, well, now I've got this difficult situation to resolve as a leader. Um, How am I going to solve it? So your first sense will probably be to look back in your past and be like, how did my previous managers solve this problem when my team member also had this, you know, a similar situation happen? And you'll go back and be like, oh, I remember he said this or she said that or they managed it in this way. And because that's the only way that you have seen it managed before, you'll probably copy that. There's nothing wrong with that, right? If you have learned something useful, why not use the same method? However, a lot of the time, 
they may have solved the problem in a way that you feel like it wasn't quite right. Maybe you felt it was a bit pushy. Maybe you felt like the things that they said aren't really things that you would like to hear come out of your mouth. However, you have never learned a different way of being a leader. So you now have emulated someone else. You've kind of pretended to be someone else in order to resolve a situation now that you're a leader. This makes you feel kind of crap because you're like, well, I feel a bit mean <laughs> saying that or that's not really how I wanted to solve it, but I didn't know how else. So this is why it's so important to find your own leadership style. But how do you do that? How do you find your own leadership style if your role models were never people who you wanted to aspire to be like in the first place? Well, good question. I'm glad you asked. Someone once asked me, is the best way to find your own leadership style by trial and error? So trying something out, seeing if it works, and then binning it if it doesn't, and continuing on if it does. That's certainly one way you could do it. However, my answer to her was, you know, we want to find the most efficient way possible. A lot of us are engineers here, so uh, we, we love efficiency. <laughs> so what is the most efficient way to find your own leadership style, to find the way to behave while solving these leadership problems in a way that feels like it's yours. It feels like something that would actually come out of your mouth. It feels good to you. It feels like you're not throwing someone under the bus. How do you go about doing that? So really there are two steps that you should take to start off with. And it really goes way, 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 way back to basics. First is to find out what your core values are. And second is to find out how you want to be seen as a leader. Now, if you were expecting me to be like, oh, go to this website and do this quiz, find out what your leadership style is, because there are a lot of those if you Google it. Uh, no, 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 no. We will not fit into some sort of I don't know, some category of leader that you find on Google. We all have our own unique ways of dealing with things. And that's what makes us amazing leaders, unique leaders who are not like anyone else. That's what we need, especially in STEM. So yeah, forget the quizzes, forget trying to find out, you know, what title or like what what name your leadership style is. No, there's no name out there for it. It's just your own way of dealing with things. So let's go back to step one, find out your core values. So your core values are basically like your moral compass. They are the things that I guess dictate how you behave the way you do and how you make decisions, why you believe the things that you do, what you, you know, what kind of drives what you think is right and wrong. So, um, like examples of some core values would be like curiosity, flexibility, uh, authenticity, 
industry, uh, creativity, patience, safety, responsibility, compassion, kindness, contribution. So these are some examples. The reason it is so important, it's so, so, so important to know what your core values are if you want to find your own leadership style is because without knowing them, you might start copying someone else. <laughs> like I mentioned before, you might start emulating the way that someone else might solve the problem. And if it feels wrong, it's probably because it isn't true to your values. Maybe it goes against one of your values. So for example, if one of your values is kindness and the only way that you've seen uh, previous leaders deal with bad performance from a team member is by kind of whipping them into shape and telling them off and giving them ultimatums. If you start doing that yourself as a leader, when you become a leader, it's going to feel really wrong. It's going to feel like, oh, yuck. I, I don't, I don't really want to become that person, but like, God, I don't know how else to deal with it because that's all I've been taught in the past. So yeah, I'm just going to go with it. This must be right. Once you become a leader, you need to start using your intuition and really following what your values are telling you. If that feels yuck to you, you need to find an alternative way to deal with it. So let's go with that example again. Maybe an alternative way to deal with it is if you're um, if your core value, if one of your core values is kindness, instead of trying to whip someone into shape, it might be to empathize with them, spend time with this person and be like, you know, try to figure out why is this person all of a sudden not performing? Is there something going on in their life? Is there something that they're unhappy with at work that they haven't told you? You know, you can use your value of kindness to solve the problem. And once you've solved that problem, maybe they will be able to perform again. Or maybe it is that you both decide, actually, this is not the right workplace for you. And yeah, maybe it's time to leave. So that's an example of how you can use your values to do things differently to the leaders before you. If you don't have your core values at the front of your mind when you're making difficult decisions or having tricky conversations with your team members or giving feedback to your superiors, which is something scary that for some people who like that you might have to do as a leader. If you don't have your values at the forefront, it's going to feel like. I guess really hard to do those things because yeah, they are difficult anyway, but sometimes it feels like if, if you've got your core values at the front of your mind, then it's worth doing the hard things. If you forget what your core values are, then you might be like, this is difficult. What's actually the point? So yeah, having those core values at the front of mind is going to help you so much in developing your own leadership style. Now I do have a worksheet. Don't worry. I do have a worksheet of how you can find your core values. I will link it in the show notes here. Um, and if you have any questions about how to do it, just let me know. Uh, 
come on over to Instagram, shoot me a message and I will help you as much as I can. The second step to developing your own leadership style is to be really crystal clear on how you want to be seen as a leader. So how do you want other people to see you as a leader? So people who you lead, so your team members, um, how do you want your superiors to see you as a leader? What is the effect that you want to have on other people? What is the legacy that you want to leave? It's really important to know what this leadership person that you're becoming looks like and behaves like. I find when I'm coaching my clients, the easiest way to start is by asking them, okay, think of a leader who you had in your past, who you really disliked having as your manager. (laughs) This is awful, isn't it? But yeah, think about someone who was a leader in your past that you didn't like, or who is one of your leaders now. And, um, you can start by doing the opposite. So like, what do you not want to be like? What are the uh, ways that they behave that you're like, I never want to be like that. That can start jogging your um, ideas for how you do want to behave, how you do want to come across. So give that a go. The next question is, what are some leaders you've had in the past or that you've maybe seen on social media or in the news or whatever? People who are leaders who you're like, I really want to have that quality. What are those qualities? How did they behave? What is their demeanor what is their aura like you know how do you you know what parts of them do you want to see in yourself as a leader so start asking your yourself these questions as you go through your day-to-day start taking note of the leaders that you've got around you and be like oh yeah i'd love to be like that how do i be more like that once you've got your core values down pat and also you know exactly how you want to be seen as a leader then you've got to start actioning it so all you really need to do is simple it's simple not easy (laughs) it is simple so firstly your core values keep them at the forefront of your mind every single day every moment of the day act with integrity to your core values the next thing is How do you want to be seen as a leader? And make sure that is how you behave. Make sure that every decision that you make, every word you say, it aligns with the person you want to be as a leader. Start being that person now. Don't be like, oh, I'm not that person yet. You have to be that person now because the more you do it now, the more you're going to become that leader that you want to become. And it's going to be that person who aligns with your values. It's going to be the person who you want to become and you will end up liking yourself as a leader. You'll end up liking the way that you deal with difficult decisions and difficult behaviors at work. And all of a sudden you'll find yourself becoming a confident leader. Now I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Like it's not going to be all of a sudden it's going to take time, but 
you have to work on these little things day after day after day and all these incremental things that you work on will culminate into you becoming like coming closer and closer to the person that you want to become as a leader so you'll start to realize wow I am having the effect on my team members that I want to these People who are my directors, they are starting to see me in a way that I want to be seen. The, you know, everything that you read online that's like, oh, quick tips to become a confident leader or like um, things you should say to be suddenly seen as a confident person. Yeah, you, you can do those and they might help temporarily, but the real transformation comes from doing things day in, day out, getting closer and closer to the person you want to become, making mistakes, learning from them, realizing, yeah, I should never, ever do that again. That felt awful and I'm not going to do it again. These are all lessons you've got to learn as a leader. All leaders make mistakes. The only thing that is worse than making a mistake is if you keep doing it and don't learn from it. So yeah, I really encourage you to go through this exercise yourself, do the core values worksheet, brainstorm how you want to be seen as a leader. And I guess some people will find that this is enough for them. This is enough for them to start becoming the leader that they want to be. Other people find that coaching with a leadership coach like myself is really helpful in fast tracking how they become a confident leader. So if that's you, if you want to work with a leadership coach, please do come and speak to me. I might be able to help you. The best way to do that is by scheduling a discovery call. I'll ask you a few questions in a form beforehand We'll get on a 15 minute call and we can both assess whether we're right for each other. So whether, you know, you feel that I could help you in your career and I can tell you whether I feel I could help you in your career as well. So that's another link that I will leave in the show notes here. Did you enjoy this episode? I really hope that you did. I would be so appreciative if you enjoyed it. If you could leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, if you're like me and you don't have an iPhone, you don't listen to podcasts on Apple Podcasts, another way you could help share this really important message to other women in STEM who need to hear it is by tagging me on Instagram stories. So screenshot this episode that you're listening to tag me on Instagram stories at Tiffany Dawson underscore and let other people know, let other women know that this podcast is a free resource for them to start becoming the confident female leader in STEM that they want to be as well. Thank you so much for your help. Again, I really hope to see you at the free web class that I'm holding next week. You can sign up via the link in the show notes here. But otherwise, I hope to see you soon. And yeah, take care. 